Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the saint of Calcutta. Chapter 8 continued. Section 17, An Oasis in the Desert. In October 1958, Mother Teresa unexpectedly received a major grace on the occasion of the Requiem Mass of Pope Pius XII, as she reported to Archbishop Perrier. You will be very happy to hear the day you offered your Holy Mass for our Holy Father's soul in the cathedral. I prayed to him for a proof that God is pleased with the society. Then and there disappeared that long darkness, that pain of loss, of loneliness, of that strange suffering of ten years. Today my soul is filled with love, with joy untold, with an unbroken union of love. Please thank God with me and for me. This experience was like an oasis in the desert. Not only was it a tangible confirmation that God was pleased with the society, but it was also a refreshment for her weary soul. It reaffirmed her belief that God was ultimately responsible for her interior condition, and thus encouraged her to even greater trust. This consolation, however, lasted but a short time, as she reported to the Archbishop. Our Lord thought it better for me to be in the tunnel. So he is gone again, leaving me alone. I am grateful to him for the month of love he gave me. Please ask Our Lady to keep me close to herself, that I may not miss the way in the darkness. As Mother Teresa had entered fully into the core of her vocation, the mystery of the thirst of Jesus Christ, she willingly accepted being in the tunnel once again, enwrapped in pitch-black darkness. What mattered to her was that she loved God, whether or not he granted her the consolation and joy of his felt presence. And Christ preferred to unite her, as he did his sorrowful mother, to his terrible thirst on the cross. She was to embody that thirsting love of Jesus for the poor and suffering whom she served, not knowing when the light would appear again. She clung to Mary, trusting that with her help, she would not lose the way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, child of Mary, 
vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What's the difference between the presence of Christ and the consolation and joy of his felt presence? Well, joy is a resting in the good we love. Joy is a possessing of the thing we love, the thing we desire when it's present to us. But to have joy, we have to in some way know that we possess the thing, the person. If we're in our favorite place, but we don't know we're there because we're asleep, well, we won't have the joy of being there. So the felt presence of Jesus is distinguished from his presence because sometimes our Lord's presence, which is always there, he's always with us, is not always felt. And therefore, the joy that comes from possessing Jesus, being present with Jesus, and knowing that he's present, and knowing that we're present to him, well, we don't feel it. So Mother Teresa is going through 10 years of not having this consolation and joy of his felt presence. She knew by faith that he was present. She knew by faith that God was everywhere. She knew by faith that Christ is in the Blessed Sacrament. She knew by faith that he dwells in the soul of those in a state of grace. And yet, there was no consolation and joy because his presence was not felt by her. It was not recognized. In fact, what she felt was his absence. What she felt was his not wanting her. And then suddenly, according to God's providence, she felt his presence again. She was sure that he was there not just by the naked act of faith, not just by a clinging to something, but there was the consolation and peace. There was this incredible experience of the union of love by which she verified his presence. She knew the goodness of the Lord. And why did God give that to her? Two reasons. He wanted to convince her that everything she was going through was his work. In other words, if he could take it away in a moment, this darkness, this sense of loneliness, and if he could take it away precisely when she asked for it, then he was showing her that he was in control that this was not some kind of deception, this was not somehow her fault, but this was somehow part of his plan. And so he wanted to encourage her. Encourage her to what? Encourage her to greater trust. That just as he had suddenly given this to her, just as he was responsible for everything the last 10 years, so in the future, he would be responsible and he would guide her. 
And he would give her, whenever she really needed it, what she needed. And the second reason that he gave this to her was not only so that she could accept what she was going through individually, but it was a confirmation of her work in the society. Because that's what she asked for. She didn't ask for a proof that she was on the right path. She didn't ask for God to give her the grace to make her know his presence. She didn't ask for that. Remember, she was willing to feel this way. She told him, I'll go through this for as long as you need me to. No, she wanted some proof that the society was on the right path, that he was pleased with it. She wanted an understanding. She thought he was pleased, but she wanted some proof. Was that bad? Well, no. Or even Our Lady at the Annunciation said, how can this be for I know not man? She wasn't doubting, but she wanted to understand better how the incarnation could happen. And so Mother Teresa wanted greater understanding that the work she was doing was from God so that she could give herself to it. And therefore, God gave her this grace. He gave her this sense of her union with God again, that he was always there and he was still there, whether she felt it or not. And as she asked for proof, so he gave it. And she knew that this could only come from God because Jesus said, I came that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. There was a joy that only Christ can give. There was a joy that so surpasses every joy of this life that the soul knows this must come from God. And so Mother Teresa threw herself back into her work. She was given this sort of transfiguration moment. You know, when Peter, John, and James went up the mount, the transfiguration, and they had this incredible experience, and they came back down. So God encouraged Mother. And let us trust that we too will get whatever encouragement we most need. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.